This is The Guardian. I'm Jane Lee, coming to you from Wurundjeri Land, and this is The Full Story. Last week, Rupert Murdoch announced he was stepping down as the chairman of Fox and News Corp. The 92-year-old who launched Fox News in 1996 informed staff of his decision in a letter that stated he was still in good health, but the time is right to take on different roles. Both Murdoch and his vast media empire have exerted enormous political influence over the past 70 years. Murdoch has been the largest voice in the English-speaking world to deny the reality of global warming and delay action to address it. Trump would never have been president without the platform that Fox News created. So it's a, it's a hell of a legacy, I have to say. So what do we know about the man who's inheriting this business? His son, Lachlan Murdoch, will head both companies, while Rupert Murdoch will become chairman emeritus. And what are his views on the media's role in an increasingly polarised world? Today, Lachlan Murdoch and what his leadership could mean for the Australian media. It's Monday, the 25th of September. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Rupert Murdoch's son, Lachlan's taking over as the chairman of News Corp on top of his current roles as executive chair and chief executive of Fox. Now, we know Lachlan's obviously been in the family business for a while now. What do we know about his business instincts compared to Rupert Murdoch? Well, Rupert Murdoch would be characterised as basically a gambler. Anne Davies is Guardian Australia's investigations editor. He took the company from one newspaper in Adelaide to a global behemoth that spans three or four continents. It's an incredible feat. So what do we know about Lachlan? We do know that he's had a bit of a patchy career. In his early years, he's had a number of businesses. So the most notable failure, I suppose, was his decision to invest in OneTel, which was a small telecommunications company run by a man called Jody Rich. Lachlan was convinced to invest in it with his then friend, James Packer. Now, the two of them put a lot of money in. They were young men. They convinced their fathers it was a great idea. But OneTel was a bit of a house of cards. It appealed to younger people, but it didn't have a very solid business framework around it. And what happened was it basically ran out of money. It had lots of customers, but it wasn't actually charging them. Lachlan lost, I think, about $575 million. 
mm. out of his investment. Uh, he also had a less fortunate deal with the 10 Network. He invested in that with James again and other billionaires, but it did not go well. And in the end, it went into administration and it was sold to CBS. Now, Lachlan took a really prominent role in that deal. He actually became executive chairman, but he was unable to turn around what was really the third network in Australia. Having said that, he's had some really good success stories as well. When he came back to Australia, he invested in what's called DMG Radio, which owns the Nova channels, and it was super profitable and he did really well out of that. He also was responsible for News Corp getting involved in realestate.com.au, which is probably the biggest real estate site in Australia. It was small change when he first got involved very early on and it's now one of the engine rooms of um, profitability for news. So how does he compare to his father? Well, I think the jury's still out. He's a bit of a gambler, but he's also a much less volatile sort of personality than his father. He's much more restrained. And I don't think we quite know what he'll be like as head of the company. People say he's not as business savvy as Rupert, but it's hard to know because he's always had his father at his shoulder. Mm. And I think Rupert Murdoch said in his announcement to Wall Street Journal that he was leaving, that he would always be watching. So I wonder how closely he'll be keeping an eye on on Lachlan, even though he stepped back from that senior role. Well, that is the $64 question (laughs) and uh, probably the reason why being in the family business is sometimes quite hard for the second generation. What do we know about his future plans for the media empire? Well, we don't know very much, actually. Lachlan Murdoch's done a few interviews. He usually does them with the financial media in the US Mm. and they're usually very focused on the here and now of the business. So I would think that we will see him concentrate on the digital future for the business, like all media are doing, um, and that he will be putting a lot of effort into how you transition away from broadcast media and even platform channel-driven media like Fox into streaming and on-demand services and also, you know, pushing out news on social media platforms. Hmm. Well, News Corp and Fox have both had huge political influence over decades under Rupert Murdoch's leadership. What do we know are Lachlan's politics? Lachlan Murdoch's still a bit of an enigma. Uh, He's done some interviews with the financial press, but we don't know much about what he really believes in. He seems to be a bit more of an ideologue than his father. His father's, I think, pretty pragmatic, as his record shows. There have been times in the past where he's backed uh, the Labor Party in Australia through his newspapers, whereas Lachlan seems from the interviews he's given, to be a more from-the-heart conservative. What we do know about him is that he's given a number of speeches um, from time to time when he's come back to Australia. He's very uh, in the camp of 
free speech is incredibly important. He's a believer that the elites somehow try and squash debate. It's a bit of a strange thing, you know, a Murdoch talking about elites, but there you go. Um, The interesting thing about Lachlan is that he's a 52-year-old and he's grown up in a different era to his father. He was pretty intolerant of sexual harassment when that came to light at Fox. We don't know really what his stance is on climate change and whether he will try and slow things down or speed things up. But we do know he is seems to be more wedded to conservative ideology and we're going to have to wait and see how that plays out through the business and through what Fox and others put to air. Mm. How do you think that could influence the news agenda that he pushes at the helm of News Corp? Mm, Well, it's going to be interesting to see what he does. Uh, People say he's quite close to Tucker Carlson, the Fox presenter who was one of the people who absolutely whipped up concern about the election in the US being stolen. Mm. And so it's going to be interesting to see where he goes. With News Corp, you've got to realise that they're often driven by where they think the money and the audiences are. So um, they certainly, under Trump, believed that there was a significant conservative audience that wasn't being served. They were proved right in that. Fox became the leading cable channel in the US. And so I don't think you can just sort of say, well, he's a conservative and that's what he'll do. I think it'll be very much crafted around what he thinks is the best for news corporation. Next, what could Lachlan Murdoch's elevation mean for the Australian media? Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Let's turn to Australia now. What do you think Lachlan Murdoch's promotion could mean for News Corp's Australian media outlets? Well, there's been a lot of speculation over the years that as soon as Rupert Murdoch dies, the Australian will fold. I'm not so sure about that. I think that Lachlan Murdoch understands power and he understands that the Australian has a special role to play in influencing the agenda in Australia. You know, there are lots of towns and cities where all the print media and all the online media, which is breaking news and the first thing that a radio presenter looks at, um, they're all owned by news corporation. And the Oz is the one that sets that national agenda, even now. So I think he will be somewhat reluctant to just let it go. Mm. And then, of course, News Corporation has a very big investment in streaming services and Sky News in Australia. Now, Sky has become increasingly influential. Interestingly, it's still got quite small broadcast audiences, 
But what it has is it has reach into politicians' offices, it's in airports, you know, so it's it's reaching decision makers. And the other thing that News Corporation is doing very successfully is cutting up those programs, like cutting them up into little snippets and putting them out on YouTube. Now, some of their material really rates well. Last week, one of their YouTube offerings was a piece about what they called migrant mayhem in the US. Now, it got 47,000 views in three hours in Australia. So that topic, even though it was about America, it had been packaged up with an Australian presenter, it was doing really well. And, of course, you get money from YouTube uh, around the ads that feature. So... I think we'll see more of this. Um, I'm just hoping it doesn't lead them down some horrible Alice in Wonderland-style rabbit hole where they're pushing out fake news. So our colleague Amanda Mead reported that Lachlan Murdoch will run Fox and News Corp from Australia for some of the year. How could that affect News Corp's Australian media outlets? One of the interesting things is how Lachlan's going to manage his personal and professional life. His wife, Sarah, and the children live in Australia and he spends quite a lot of time here now and commutes to California or New York. In terms of the Australian assets, of course, the further away Lachlan is from Australia, the less important it's likely that Australia will be. Um, You know, newspapers make up a much smaller part of the news corporation empire these days and contribute less. And, of course, in Australia they're an important part of the business. But there's also Foxtel, so he's probably going to stay quite engaged with that. We have to come back to Rupert Murdoch one more time. I mean, after 70 years in the media industry, what do you make of Rupert Murdoch's legacy, Anne? So 70 years in the media industry, well, he's taken a small, almost country newspaper and turned it into a global media empire. There have been enormous contributions like, for instance, uh, the Fox TV network in the US, the Australian in Australia, which is a, a very influential paper. But at the same time, I think there will be a lot of controversy around some of his actions. The most notable, of course, will probably be the hacking scandal in the UK, um, which brought journalism into disrepute. That involved uh, journalists hacking into people's phones, famous people's phones, to get news stories. And Mm. then, of course, there will be the role that Fox News played in whipping up a frenzy around January 6th and the claims that the election had been stolen. And, of course, you know, the other part of his legacy is the long-standing climate denialism that news corporation publications have promulgated around the world. You know, as we're all dealing with quite obvious changes in climate and time ticking away to address the amount of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere, I think Rupert Murdoch will have to take some blame for the slow pace of change. (music) 
That was Anne Davies. She's the investigations editor for Guardian Australia. You can follow all the updates from Rupert Murdoch's retirement announcement at theguardian.com. I also recommend you check out the analysis from our media correspondent, Amanda Mead. It's called, What Does Lachlan Murdoch's Elevation Mean for News Corp in Australia? We'll post a link to that article on the Full Story website. That's it for today. This episode was produced by Karishma Luthria and Alison Chan. Don't forget to subscribe to Full Story wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a review because it really helps us find new listeners. I'm Jane Lee. Catch you next time. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.